Hi friends, I'm Sandra Peoples and I am one of your co-hosts for Key Ministry, the podcast. If you're listening to this episode soon after it releases, then you are in the middle of Easter planning and celebrating. What a joyful time for Christ followers and also what a busy time for ministry leaders. In today's episode, I wanted to take a few minutes to focus on one key thing Jesus did the last week of his life that often gets overlooked. In the book of Matthew, it comes after his triumphal entry into Jerusalem and before he gives his final teachings. In Matthew 21, 12 through 14, Jesus takes a radical step of inclusion for people with disabilities. And it's worth celebrating this work leading up to Easter, especially for those of us who continue to do his table-turning work today. The temple is the first stop Matthew records after telling us about Jesus's entry into Jerusalem as the people waved palm branches and he rode on the back of a donkey to their shouts of Hosanna, son of David. He knew what was coming during the week leading up to the Passover celebration. He had even told his disciples in chapter 20, verse 28, that he had come to give his life as a ransom for many. His final actions that week and his final words to us matter. And one of his final actions was to make room for the disabled to come to him in the temple, healing them and restoring them into the community life built around the temple. Let me read to you from Matthew 21, 12 through 14. This is from the ESV version. Verse 12 starts, And Jesus entered the temple and drove out all who sold and bought in the temple. And he overturned the tables of the money changers and the seats of those who sold pigeons. He said to them, It is written, My house shall be called a house of prayer, but you make it a den of robbers. And then verse 14 is where we're really going to focus today. Verse 14 says, And the blind and the lame came to him in the temple, and he healed them. Now, you've probably heard this story of Jesus turning over tables in the temple. I am so thankful for this example of Jesus's human yet holy anger. And while his anger is directed at those who were misusing and abusing the temple area, the purpose is more than just driving them out. When he drove out the money changers and those buying and selling animals to be sacrificed, he made room for people with disabilities. They had been blocked from having access to the area around the temple where those who were considered unclean could gather. The tables and money changers took up room that was meant for them. But when Jesus called them out and he ran them out, he called to himself those with disabilities and they came toward him. Y'all, I have to like just sit with that for a few seconds and let it sink in. Verse 14, they came to him in the temple. Now, that didn't look like the crowds who had just been shouting Hosanna as he rode into the city. That crowd didn't truly know Jesus. Many of them hoped he had come to overthrow the government. That's why they would turn on him a few days later. But these people, the ones coming to him now, they saw him and they knew him for what he was. And even more importantly, they were seen by Jesus. They were known by Jesus and he wanted them close to him. Hebrews 4:15 says, We do not have a high priest who is unable to sympathize with our weaknesses. Throughout his ministry, 
Jesus saw people with disabilities and he restored their place in society as he reminded the disciples and the other observers of their image-bearing, God-glorifying status. He sympathized with each one. He saw the functional and the social aspects of disability, and one of his last actions on earth was to tear down a social barrier to access worship and the gathering of God's people. We can follow this example this Easter. We can identify people who don't currently have access to church. We can sympathize with them as we see their full value and the prophetic gifts they bring to our faith families. Then we can turn over tables as we take out any barrier that keeps them from being fully included in our churches. This is what Jesus did, and this is what Jesus calls us to do. As you celebrate Easter this weekend, hold on to that image of people with disabilities rushing toward him. Let it motivate you to make that happen in your church today. Our Savior wouldn't want it any other way. Okay, let's end our quick time together with a prayer. God, thank you for sending Jesus to live a perfect, sinless life and die a death he didn't deserve. Because he conquered sin and death, we can live as your children. As your children, we follow the example of our brother and Savior, Christ. As he made a way for the disabled to come close to him, we also can make a way. Strengthen us when we grow weary. Give us wisdom on the steps to take. And never let us forget the why behind everything we do so that everyone has access to the gospel. In Jesus' name, amen. Thank you, friends, for spending a few minutes of your super busy week with me. Know that the team at Key Ministry is praying for you and your churches this weekend. We would also love to see you in person at our upcoming conference, Disability and the Church, on April 28th through 29th in Cleveland, Ohio. All the details are in the show notes that you can find at keyministry.org slash podcast. Amazing things happen when all of us table turners get together in one place, and we would love for you to join us that weekend in Cleveland so that we can see what God is going to do. 